All right, Mike, welcome back. Uh, just going to run through a bit of an educational one this time. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, looking at this week, obviously, understanding the importance of interest rates. I think a lot of these sort of newbie traders out there, you know, people investing in the markets don't really understand exactly the importance of how interest rates affect markets, how it can affect yep. the portfolio or stocks picking FX pairs, whatever it may be. So it can be quite a broad topic, but we're going to uh, keep it quite short today and simple. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a difficult one, but so, so key. If you're able to understand it, just, a, just a, you know, the bare minimum of interest rates, you know, you'd be doing well to understand market flows and dynamics. So absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I think obviously let's just start at the very top basic level. I think one of the main uh, points of really what interest rates are, you know, is basically it's the rate at which other banks can lend each other. And basically the rate at which it's the base rate of, borrowing money pretty much you know so i mean at the us at the minute we have interest rates at five and a quarter i mean that's the base rate at which people will lend at. you know you're not going to get it any lower than that it's always going to be above it but that's just what yep. we talk about that's that's the interest rate it's you know it's five and a quarter the higher it goes the more expensive it becomes to borrow the more expensive it becomes to borrow then the liabilities on your balance sheet will obviously be a lot bigger uh therefore leading to a smaller net income I think that's yeah. Does that summarize it absolutely? Right? <laughs> yeah, and in terms of obviously where we are in the current environment with regards to the high levels of inflation, uh, you know, interest rates are you know the key and central tool that um, central banks have to either stimulate or slow down an economy. You yeah. know, as as Rory just said, simply when interest rates are high, you know, you get more return on your savings. So from a consumer's point of view. You're going to put your money in your bank and earn a return on it as opposed to uh, spending. Um, you're also going to be less likely to take out a loan because the cost of repaying that loan is going to be more expensive when interest rates are higher. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you know, when we talk about rates, you know, we're essentially looking at the base rate, which is what, as Rory said, banks lend to each other. But in terms of, you know, the everyday guy and girl in the street, you know, the rates at which we get, are going to be higher. So if we want to take out a loan, we're not going to get five and a quarter. We're probably going to get seven or eight yeah. percent. Um, and obviously, you know, same with regards to interest rates that we receive when we're saving. They're going to be a bit different, but you know, they're tools in which you know, stim, you know, you you either stimulate or you contract. Yeah. Um, and you know, that's just one element. You know, so it, it's so so key to you know the current environment. you know, we're currently in. And, you know, a lot of people's probably second question will be, you know, why why do people or why do central banks interfere with interest rate and monetary policy? You know, why, why is it that they do it? You know, one of the main reasons obviously is to fight inflation, you know, to yep. control inflation. I mean, we all know that basic economics teaches that the optimum inflation rate is 2%. That allows for, you know, uh, maximum employment, it allows for steady wage growth, maximum economic growth, all of the above pretty much. That's what it's been calculated at, and that's basically where the curve is, is at 2%. So, I mean, when inflation runs more than 2%, we obviously see wages can't keep up. Goods get a lot more expensive. We then start to see a slowdown in the economy, pretty much just like we started seeing in 2022 last year in the US, obviously. And that's when central banks step in to say, well, hey, we don't want prices to go up anymore. We want prices to remain stable. Obviously, the government can't control prices because, you know, that's... That's obviously not under sort of democratic rule of you know how the Western world works, 
So what do they do, Mike? Well, they simply just turn around and say, well, we're going to make borrowing money a lot more expensive. And as you rightly, exactly. rightfully said, if you're making money a lot more expensive to borrow, then people aren't going to obviously spend. Because a lot of, you know, I'm sure you can take it on from here, but a lot of new traders would probably be surprised about how many, not even how many people, but how many companies actually borrow money to invest and to spend rather of than, course. than of using course. their own money. And that's probably going to be the next question. Well, why did they not just use cash? Because then interest rates won't affect them. Hmm. And it's a good question, you know, when it comes to economic activity from companies, um, it varies from company to company. You know, some big companies out there might be very cash rich. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, their economic activity in periods of high inflation or high interest, uh, it may not be that noticeable in comparison to a company that's very much levered by debt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're financed with a lot of loans as opposed to cash, your day-to-day is becoming increasingly more expensive and ultimately your bottom line is really going to you know, suffer as a consequence of that. So in these periods of high inflation, you know, companies that have you know, a nice debt-to-cash ratio, i.e. You know, leaning towards cash as opposed to debt financing, they're going to be really favoured uh, mm-hmm. in comparison to you know, companies that are highly levered. You know, that's just the equity front. But I think, you know... Probably more relevant and more easier to understand is, you know, the FX element of interest rates. Yeah. Quite simply, you know, hot money flows. Um, I'm sure I've posted about this before. Essentially, you know, money simply chases the highest level of interest rate. Yeah. So, for example, in the UK, we're at four and a half. Uh, in the US, five and a quarter. You're going to get more bang for your buck putting your money in a US bank account. What do you do? You sell sterling and you buy the dollar. Yeah. Um. So, you know, when we see rates move, you know, money follows that. You know, I put in the app there the other day, you know, the Central Bank of Canada, sorry, Australia, raised a surprise 25 basis points. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it climbed, uh, the uh, Aussie dollar climbed against the Japanese yen. Essentially, what I was just alluding to was, you know, uh, people are going to buy into uh, the Aussie dollar on the back of higher interest rates because ultimately... You know, you'll get more return on your money being held in yeah. Aussie dollar than than yen, essentially. Yeah. But interest rates underpin every, underpin everything. Yeah. Bond market, financing inequities, and obviously flows within FX too. Yeah, and just a bit of a you know an example maybe of how the Aussie dollar one worked. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, they surprised the market with a twenty five basis point interest rate. Like, you know, well, why did a lot more money then flow into the Aussie dollar as opposed to if it wasn't maybe um knowing and you know one of the main reasons one of the main ways you can sort of communicate this out is that imagine you were going to the release of an iphone or a release of a product and it said that it was going to be a thousand pound but all of a sudden when you got there it was actually 500 pound well what do you think would happen the supply of the iphone or the demand for it well there'd be a lot more demand people say well absolutely shit i've got here it's actually half the price i'll take two because i originally thought yeah i was going to spend a thousand to get one i'll actually take two for that price and that's what happens when we get a surprise interest rate hike. We see traders putting orders in in the morning. All the orders are sitting there and they're saying, well, this is what we're happy with. This is what, what's happening. Next thing you get 25 basis point interest rate hike. Um, you're getting more bang for your buck. People are saying, well, hey, there's another million. Take that. There's more money. And that's where you start to see the gap up and the rally. And that's why we, we see that happening in the market. That's just at a very, very basic level, obviously. I mean, and that was a great analogy, by the way, mate. Yeah. You know, bang on. <laughs> It's just very basic level. I mean, obviously in the app will explain a lot better economic terms, but I think it's good just on the podcast. Keep it simple. Yeah, I think it's the best Absolutely. way to learn. So it is. 
Um, Absolutely. Obviously, you've covered FX pairs. That's why it happens. Equities as well. I mean, I think that's a that's a field of its own. You know, why does it? Yeah. We sort of covered that in terms of looking at you know your net income if you have more liabilities, things like that as well. A lot of people too are also going to ask you know about cryptocurrency and how does it affect that. You know, one of the good podcasts I think everybody could go back and listen to was the one we done with Daniel. You know, he yep. explained how uh, crypto obviously works off fundamentals, but he also mentioned, if I'm right in saying that, a lot of it happens with trends and things like that, if I believe, in different communities. So I think that's definitely a great podcast if you're interested in learning about interest rates and crypto, how that sort of correlates. I think that would be a really good podcast to go back on. And, absolutely. And listen well to. worth a listen. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, and then probably the last thing to cover then is really, you know, how does interest rates affect us? You know, how does it affect people? Because obviously we're part of the market, you know, we're we're stakeholders in the market. You know, how does it affect us then in every day-to-day life? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we alluded to it earlier, didn't we? Um, interest rates are at the heart of everything we do, uh, yeah. whether you like it or not. Uh, if we want to take out a mortgage, what is it based on? Well, it's based on the interest rate. If yeah. we want to go spend money on our credit cards, well, you've got to repay your debt and what is that levered against well it's levered against interest rates um so essentially it really does uh, influence our spending decisions investment decisions you know obviously in the uk you know the primary investment most people tend to make in their lives is that of a home so hence why i used uh, the mortgage there as a sort of um as an example yeah but it quite simply is you know saving spending investing it it really influences across the board so yeah um it's so important to have an understanding of it you know even if you aren't going to invest on the back of it at least you understand okay right well periods of high interest does that mean for a mortgage more expensive am i going to look to take out a mortgage now maybe not and you know at least you can kind of kind of understand how that works and ultimately yeah you know you base your consumption off of that so yeah and as you say, if you know if interest rates are going up, mortgage rates are going to higher, mortgage payments are higher. People say, "Well, can I afford that?" Mm, probably not. I'll wait to next year. Well, if five hundred thousand people start doing that, what happens? House prices start to decline, and then that's where we get into the cycle, and it all starts again. You know, um, I also know there's probably going to be a question on the tip of the tongue of maybe some of the more advanced listeners we have talking about fixed income as well. Obviously, there we go. You know, obviously that's the main one. I uh, thought I would leave that to the end. Um, if we start to see, obviously, rising interest rates, well, what does that mean? Well, it means, obviously, you're invested in fixed income. There's obviously, a, um, as bond prices go up, interest rates come down, or as interest rates go up, bond prices come down. So that makes it then quite, you know, um, makes it quite valuable then to start investing into fixed income. I mean, if you can get a fixed return on your money at quite high an interest rate, well, what are you going to do? You're going to say, well, to hell with equities, to hell with cryptocurrencies, whatever it is. I just want to invest into this um, 10-year bond, whatever it may be, two-year, 10-year, whatever. And I'm going to get that set return over X amount of years. And that's where a lot of people then go to. Times of higher interest rates, Equities are getting knocked off, fixed income rallies. So that's why you start to see the discrepancy even wider there. Yeah, and it's, you know, probably the most complex in terms of uh, relationship uh, with regards to interest rates, prices, yeah. bond yields. And um, essentially, you know, just building what you said, Rory, you know, when you're investing in bonds, all you care about is, well, essentially, most of what you care about is the yield that comes first. You know, the price and the ability to sell it on at another price is is obviously an influencing factor, but not so much um, in comparison. Say, excuse me, uh, like equities. Yeah. Um, you know, 
fixed income is benefited obviously from you know rally in interest rates over the past few years it's probably the most sexiest asset class at the moment um whether it's government paper corporate paper you know it's it really is the asset class to be in it uh as of speaking yeah. um and you know an interesting dynamic within the uh fixed income space is obviously uh governments print uh you know new tenors of debt every month or so mm-hmm. so in terms of you know what it means for prices when we see an interest rate hike what yeah. typically tends to follow is a sell-off in bonds. Why? Because once we've hiked, well, they're anticipating the next new print of bonds to come from the government to be, you know, yielding a higher rate. Yeah. So why would you want to hold five and a quarter if you think, obviously we don't think this, but if you think the Fed are going to go five and a half tomorrow, yeah. well, then you'd sell what you're currently holding, get rid of it, and then you'd buy in when they release the new batch, you know, yeah. the next month, because you'll be yielding five and a half, just made a quarter of a quarter of a, you know, a point there. Exactly. Why wouldn't you do that? So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. It's a, you know, big boy part of finance, if I'm being completely honest. And yeah, you know, that's all big finance has been interested in last year. Thick, thick, thick. Exactly. And that's more, more of the stuff, you know, definitely we cover on the app. I mean, if that's something you're interested in, come to the app, chat about it. Yeah, I think we love having those types of conversations, especially. Absolutely. And for anybody about, you know, we we do our sort of monthly meets at the pub. That's also another great place to to talk about that. So no better place to talk finance than the boozer. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Hit the nail on the head. There we go. I, I think that was a good introduction, anyway, to the importance of sort of interest rates. I mean, if anybody does want to learn anything a bit more about that, here are our opinions on it. Just make sure to join the app. Ask any questions you want. I mean, it's a great, great place to start, great place to learn, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Two better books for it. There we go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All right, Mike. Nice one. I'll awesome, catch, Rory. Catch you next. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.